Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois, and I wanted to talk about some of the things happening in the backyard that we would consider or fall into the world, fall into the category of wildlife and what happens out there. So I guess the big question would be, you know, how do you handle wildlife in your yard? Do you welcome the birds, the squirrels, and other critters, or do you, or are we in the position that we need to try to maybe discourage them from visiting at all? Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a choice about what happens in our backyards. But if you're a birder, you know, you can expect to see right along with your favorite birds, some of those four-legged critters that uh, somehow visit uh, because there's a food source there because you have been feeding the birds and they're going to visit just as often typically as the birds themselves. You know, when you have a bird feeder and supply any sort of open water for the birds, um, those those two bits are just as appealing to, say, our squirrels and raccoons and others as it is to the birds. Um, now, the visiting birds feed in a variety of ways, and that can be a good thing and a bad thing, depending upon how you want to look at it. Some are just going to perch and feed directly out of the feeder, kind of being neat and tidy. Some of our other birds uh, sort through the bird seed and dried fruits, and they'll scatter out, out of the feeder what they don't want to eat, and that just falls to the ground below. And as I mentioned, that may not be as bad or could be as bad as you might think. Uh, you know, other birds that are ground feeders really appreciate the fact that that food is now available to them. If you're not an avid birder and you're thinking about feeding your feathered friends this winter, maybe for the first time, understand that you should start before cold weather gets here so that they know and recognize that your yard may be a place that they're going to be able to get some food all winter. And then uh, also remember that once they start to count on your food source, try to your very best to go ahead and feed throughout the winter and not do a start and stop kind of a thing because um, they'll have to begin to scavenge food elsewhere and it might be harder for them than knowing that the feeder's right there available to them in, in your backyard. That uh, creates the commitment and the understanding that besides having the birds then uh, at different times during the day and night, you're also going to have critters there during the day and night as well. So keep in mind that you're going to have the birds, but you're also going to have the four-legged critters that come along with uh, feeding the birds. When it comes to the feeding of the birds itself and uh, the impact of how many of those four-legged uh, furry critters you're going to get, recognize that there are, of course, many styles of feeders. Some are allowed uh, only certain beads, birds to really feed because of the size of the openings and, the, and the, that only those smaller birds might get through those smaller openings, keeping the larger birds out. There are feeders that, if you will, are going to regulate or limit how many birds can feed uh, at any one time um, because of the way the, the feeder is constructed. Or they may be a weighted feeder that says if too many birds show up on the, on the perch, the door closes. Or if you have a big, heavy bird that could possibly eat quite a bit, the door will close. If you happen to get a squirrel on the feeder and they finally make it to the perch, the door will close so that you can limit the um, feeder um, availability depending upon, as I said, the, how many birds. If there's a critter there, birds that might eat more than you really want to care to feed, things like that. So you have some, you have some control over that. You can go through many pounds of bird seed in a season if you just use the generic feeder because of the 
non-selectivity, if you will, of the birds you're really trying to uh, attract to the yard. Certainly the multi-purpose bird seed is going to attract a lot of birds, but it's also going to probably generate more mess on the ground, if you will, which is then more attractive to our furry four-legged friends. What you feed also influences the birds that will visit your feeder. Uh, So it's kind of good to read the label, figure out what kind of bird seed and the kind of seed you want to have so that you begin to attract the birds that you really want to see at the feeder. And to new birders that are interested in putting up uh, uh, feeders, uh, newer subdivisions and things of that sort, this is going to take a little bit longer to attract those kinds of birds because there isn't really an associated amount of natural shelter uh, in newer subdivisions. Older homes, you've got more established plant material around the home. You've got larger trees and shrubs and evergreens. Uh, which makes providing shelter for them just a thing that happens. It's natural. So keep in mind that uh, newer areas for new feeders, um, you may have to work at this a little harder or it takes a little longer to get the birds you want. And, you know, even, I guess the point of part of this is even if you know you're not going to be feeding any birds this winter, you're still going to have uh, some of our four-legged critters show up from time to time. You know, raccoons, for example, they seem to develop a bit of a, a route, a routine that they, they stop at certain places where they know there's going to be food. And it's not uncommon that they may come through your yard without feeding, but on the occasion they may spy something that they think is a food source. They're going to visit for a while and then move along. But to, to say that you never have any uh, furry friends in your yard during the winter is probably not a, a practical thought. Squirrels will often find food elsewhere, by the way, and they may bring in that food into your yard thinking they're going to bury it in your yard or, or hide it in your yard, and then they will come back later on in the wintertime and, and try to dig it up. Uh, so it's not uncommon that even though you don't have, say, a, bur- a squirrel nest, say, in your trees or that you don't actively feed the squirrels, that you don't see squirrels in your yard, and they're rooting around in the lawn and and edges of the beds because they buried something a a bit earlier. So I guess the point of all this is uh, whether you feed the birds or not, and that's a great thing to do, but if you don't, you can still expect to see some wildlife uh, wandering around and, and visiting your yard during the winter months. Well, this has been Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois. It's a pleasure, and I'll be back again soon.